A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Walter Serbiak, Wally's dead. Joey Devine, Corky Calhoun, Jimmy Dan Connor, Sean Keen, Ira Terrell, Patreons, Barrett Baldelli. Thank you, Barrett. Jacqueline Devine! Thank you, Jacqueline! Musical guest, the Mars Volta! And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with an opening night edition of Round Ball Rock. And our final division preview, the wild, wet, and wonderful Pacific Division. That was gross. I apologize. I'm here, as always, with my best friend, my co-host, and uh, a person that Vulture described as uh, one of NBA podcast's brightest stars, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, I believe you were also described as one of... I mean, technically, I think it was actually uh, Brett and Randy that were described that way, but... Yeah, they they have eclipsed (laughs) us in popularity, unfortunately. Um, Also, shouts to our man, Dun Nelson, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Ninja Ninja Purtle on Twitter, a.k.a. Shot Daddy. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm missing one of his actual name, a.k.a. Dave Jordan. Dave Jordan, Uh, that's right. Super listener, super mailbagger. Uh, for sending us some incredible slammed up fan art that we've posted mm-hmm. on Twitter. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out at Round Rock Pod. 
while I'm plugging things, I should also plug the other things. You can always email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com or call us on the phone at the number in the description of this podcast. It is hard to remember because it spells nothing. Um, also, we love hearing from you. But you know what else we love? Five-star reviews, baby. Go to mm-hmm. iTunes or whatever podcatcher of your choice. Give us five stars. According to every other podcast, it helps. Um, and if you've been listening to this pod- this podcast for quite a while, you realize that Sean and I both need help. Uh, and speaking of help, you can also help us out by going to patreon.com slash roundrockpod. We've got a lot of great tiers Buttons are going out this week for our $10 tier, and they are sick as fuck. Um, is that all the business, Sean? I think that's all the business. You did a good job, yeah. Oh, thank you. Hey, no problem. Um, we should probably do some quick news before we get to our division preview, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think, I think probably, yeah. All right, let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News, Basketball News, for humans and robots. Trust the process. Alright, Sean, it's opening night, baby! That's our news! Mm -hmm. Uh, That's it. I mean, we do have one specific top story, specifically, we need to talk about. And Mm -hmm. that is the Alameda County District Attorney refused to press bullshit charges on Masai Ujiri... Yeah. The Raptors GM who did not hit a cop. Um, and all we have to say is, uh, fuck you, Alameda County cop. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed your bullshit disability for a non-injury uh, that you thought you could get away with because Masai Ujiri is not white. Yeah, very cool. Well, we... He wasn't wearing the red lanyard, so I had to hit him. He was reaching for a gun. <laughs> um, Yeah. The cops. Seriously, Ale- Alameda County sheriff's deputies, in particular, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> um, in happier Raptor news, I mean, I guess that's also happy Raptor news. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. really fucking bullshit. Masai had to go through that, but yeah. Masai got his giant fucking championship ring tonight, Sean. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to describe this ring that the Toronto <laughs> Raptors got? So they're they're the largest diamond rings ever um our good friend uh katie heindel uh at whatevs uh mm-hmm. happy birthday happy katie. birthday katie happy 24th birthday it's fantastic she's achieved so much um she was at the game and she said the even the replica ring that they gave up was extremely heavy and mm-hmm. like had its own stand um so that the rings include a 1.25 carat diamond atop the Larry O'Brien Trophy, the largest single diamond in any professional sports ring. Uh, the front of the ring has the skyline, Scotiabank Arena, uh, the team's logo. There are 74 diamonds in and around the Toronto skyline, which represents the team's 74 combined wins in the regular season and the playoffs. I mean, that's fine. Kind of feels like you're bragging about a 58-win season. Again, a 58-win season is pretty good. Um, Above the arena, on the front of the ring, there's six round diamonds, which represent the six, which rapper and Raptors Global Ambassador Drake 
He coined that term. Impossible pedophile. I'm probable. Can we say probable here? I think we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, mean, what are the chances Drake was on the Jeffrey Epstein plane? I mean, he's, I kind of feel like Jeffrey Epstein's probably racist, too. I, well, I don't but, know. Chris Tucker was on that plane. Oh, man. Have Chris Tucker got on? <laughs> I, I'm trying to think, like, what is the... Like, Drake was on the plane. Drake was on the plane. <laughs> Come on. I mean, he's going to, like, Gladwell it and be like, oh, I didn't see anything. By the way, if you just study pedophilia historically, you know, actually, it's the older people that are the victims. <laughs> um, 16 rubies, 16 jersey numbers of the players on the championship roster. That one I'm, uh, I have some questions about. What are your questions? Is, like, Valentinus's number on it? It's not, right? I would doubt it, because he's yeah. not on the postseason roster, right? Yeah, I guess the, the champion, champion roster. So Patrick, so Patrick McCaw, McCaw is, is on the ring, but Chris not. Boucher is. Chris Boucher, yes. Patrick McCaw, yes. <laughs> Jeremy Lin, definitely. <laughs> Jeremy Lin, yes. Uh, Valanciunas, no. I missed, I missed the ring ceremony, Sean. Was Jeremy Lin there tonight? Uh, no, he is in China. Oh. Huh. Well, well, I don't know. I, I actually didn't see it. <laughs> I just figured, like, even if he was there, he might want to just, like, lay low because of all the tensions. Josiah, like, sent a message to him. Like, like he just received, like, a bunch of dead fish in the mail. Hey, speaking like, of dirty cops, Shaq oh, came yeah. out pro-Hong Kong today. Yeah, that was incredible yeah. because I did, you watched the clip, right? I did. So... I gotta say, he starts talking about how America values free speech, and you gotta speak up if you see something, but I swear 20 seconds in, I didn't, I still did not see the Daryl Morey was right twist <laughs> coming. Um, I've gotta say, the more people that come out pro-Hong Kong, even though I know I'm correct to think uh -huh. that Daryl Morey was right, the more I question... Oh, if you're like, oh, yeah, because it's like, oh, this. Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, LeBron James, all afraid to speak. But on my side, Shaquille O'Neal, Ted Cruz, Mitt Romney, Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey. <laughs> Clay Travis. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, never forget, though. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal is a dirty cop. Um, yeah. A lot yeah, of cop yeah. talk tonight. All right, keep going. So each ring, I don't really understand how this works. How does each championship ring somehow has more than 650 total diamonds? That, okay, look, I'm not trying to rain on anyone's richly deserved championship mm -hmm. parade, uh, but 650 diamonds feels like a lot. Yeah, sure does. does. Look, Larry Tannenbaum and the Toronto Maple Leafs spared no expense. That's true. That's true. Uh, concrete, concrete billionaire <laughs> Larry Tannenbaum. Uh, I hope. Do you think? Do you think they tried to make them? Uh, you know, tried to avoid conflict diamonds or like. I would hope buying, so. I mean, I would hope so too. But aren't they giving out like twenty-five of these things at least? I don't know. You've got. I mean, there's a lot of, um, the Raptors specifically have a, uh, a very, um, 
strong connection to the continent of Africa. So my guess is mm-hmm. they would have went out of their way not to use blood diamonds, Sean. I mean, that would that would be good. I just I'm just wondering if you need to acquire, as it seems they do, um, something like fifteen thousand diamonds for these rings. Can you still avoid it? Probably. probably. I, I'm, I I'm they sure might. they. I'm sure they went out of their way not to do that. Um, just, just a lot of diamonds. That's all. It's like a waterfall of diamonds almost. Mm. Don't don't remind me that that slot machine does not exist anymore, Sean. For those uh. of you that don't know, the greatest slot machine in the history of slot machines, uh, tied for first. With the Batman 1966 slot machine is the Sex in the City Big Diamonds edition, where mm-hmm. Mr. Big will randomly just say, it's like a waterfall of diamonds, and then it just hands you money. Uh, but I've been back to Vegas, and it's a hard machine to find now. They're all yeah. gone. Anyway. There's too many Sex in the City machines. I mean, there's not too many Sex in the City machines. Just, there's no respect for our Sex in the City elders. Yeah. Um... So I didn't I didn't mention this on the rundown, but the other story is that uh, Blake Griffin is already hurt. Yeah. So is uh, so Blake Griffin and Zion are hurt. Uh, uh, no big guys dunking. <laughs> That's basically what we're yeah learning, right? Uh, by the way, I think David Griffin, the GM of the Pelicans, does listen to Round Ball Rock because he uh, the Patreon specifically because mm-hmm. Sean he went out of his way today to say that Zion's knee is not hurt because he's too fat. So, in your face, uh-huh. Sean. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you, did you look at him, though? You don't think he could lose 10 to 15 pounds off that frame? Um, should we get to our division preview? Ah, uh, yeah, let's do the division preview. Okay, Sean. Time to wrap up. Wrap it up. You, you, uh... You've been deciding six divisions, six main members of the cast of Lost. Mm-hmm. Who from the island is the Pacific Division? So of 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 the six candidates, the Pacific Division is uh, Matthew Fox himself, Docker, Jack Shepard. Mm, a lot of bad tattoos in this division, so I get it. A lot of bad tattoos in this division. Uh, the Lakers, much like Dr. Jack Shepard. Um, have some issues with a departed father. Things just haven't been the same since Dad left. Lonzo um, or Jerry? I was I was thinking of the I bus mean, family. Lavar. I mean, Lonzo's, but yeah, Lonzo's <laughs> out. Lonzo escaped. I'm just saying, like, Lavar is a dad who's adjacent to the. Uh, yeah, but he like he like he like escaped on a submarine. Basically. Also, LeBron <laughs> is the ultimate NBA dad. Yeah. Specifically, they don't have uncle issues, which would that that's Kawhi's specialty. <laughs> um, uh, Jack uh, really took a beating on the island. Probably gets knocked unconscious about once a week. Uh, pretty much what has been happening to the Phoenix Suns recently. He's a neurologist that caters to a lot of rich people, much like the Warriors' new facility. And uh, you know, he. Uh, He's befriended um, a weird man with a lot of elaborate plans who uh, tries to move things around through robotics. Uh, that's Vivek in Sacramento, much like Benjamin Linus. The Benjamin Linus of the NBA. 
Vivek Ranadive. Um, and then, much like the Clippers, Jack lives in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they have to... And, and he also, used to be more racist than he is now. And also, several of these... Uh, te- the teams in this division are crying and saying they have to go back to the NBA right. championships. <laughs> um... Well, that's great, Sean. Uh, such good work this year. Yeah, he's been in a love triangle. The Lakers love the triangle. Um, well, good work, Sean. Um, I, of course, have been... There's six members of New Edition and six NBA divisions, and I've been assigning which member of New Division... The New Edition is each NBA division. And, of course, I think it's obvious. It goes without saying. I don't even need to explain myself. The Pacific Division is, of course, Johnny Gill. Yeah, it's pretty self-evident. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Sean, should we get to our first team? Let's do it. What a division. Mm -hmm. Just a powerhouse. Actually, I think this one's going to take a while. We should... Oh, let's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's... Because there's something we need to talk about for quite a long time on this first team. (laughs) Um... So, actually, before we talk about the Los Angeles Clippers, it's time to talk about making money. Sean, you know what my favorite part about this time of year is? Sweater Uh, weather, leaves on the ground, and threes from downtown, baby! That's right, for some it's fall season, but for the rest of us it's ball season! (laughs) (laughs) If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay at mybookie.ag. That's right, we here at Round Ball Rock are sponsored by mybookie.ag. And if you sign up right now for first time, for the first time, mybook and use our promo code ROUNDROCK to activate the offer. That's promo code ROUNDROCK. They will double your cash. That's right, for every dollar you put into mybookie.ag, they will match you. You put in $100, they're going to give you an extra $100. You got $200 in your account. It's at mybookie.ag. Sean, I was looking at some NBA bets tonight. Oh, fantastic. And uh, here's my MyBookie bet of the year. Oh. Are you ready? Yeah. You have to make this bet by October 28th, but it is, will Carmelo Anthony play a game in this NBA regular season? Oh. Yes is plus 300, and no is minus 600. Wait, so you... That, so so he... The, my boogie does not... The odds makers think he is not going to play yes. a game. Yes, but I watched the Los Angeles Lakers play tonight, and I think there's a chance they signed Car- Carmelo Anthony. Right. Like, is he in worse shape than Jared Dudley? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, another great one. Are you ready for this? Yes. Will Zion Williamson make the All-Star team? Oh, well, that seems... I would jump on that no right now. I don't now. know. It's minus 400, Sean. But yes is but plus still, 250. Still, there's, there's, he's not making the All-Star team. Um, and of course, look, we're here for all your basketball betting needs, but mainly what you and I like to talk about are the weirdest bets we can find yes, on mybookie.ag. And here is one sh- I've got for you, Sean. Are you ready? Uh-huh. This is yeah. my weird bet of the week at mybookie.ag, promo code ROUNDROCK. Which organization is going to be the first organization to send humans to Mars? 
The Houston Rockets? I don't know. Um, uh, SpaceX oh, is currently oh. leading at minus 450. Uh-huh. Someone called Blue Origin plus 400. Boeing plus 500. Uh, Donald Trump's Space Force plus 2,000. Give me, give me 100 on the Space Force. <laughs> Russia plus 4,500. Uh-huh. Uh, this is who I would bet on, Sean. Are you ready? Yeah. NASA plus 6,000. They're only plus six. Oh, oh, well, I guess that they are probably okay. Yeah, uh, China sense. plus 8,500. The, wow, un- the, <laughs> the United <laughs> Arab Emirates plus 20,000. If you, if you bet a hundred dollars and the United Arab Emirates are the first people on Mars, uh huh, you get twenty thousand dollars, Sean. It's worth it. Uh, and then the field is, of course, plus twelve thousand five hundred. So you're be- you would bet on NASA in that one? Yeah, those odds are great. Plus six yeah, thousand, you get negative four fifty if you bet on stupid ass Elon Musk. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and if you look, we're going to have to evacuate this planet soon enough. <laughs> NASA, I love it. Yeah, NASA. Bet on NASA, everybody. Plus six thousand, NASA. Um, all right, that's it for our MyBookie.ag this week. Remember, at MyBookie.ag, using the promo code ROUNDROCK, you play, you win, you go to space. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's space money, baby. <laughs> um, all right, Sean, the Los Angeles Clippers. All right. Our first team. Last year, they went 48-34. and 34. They lost to the Warriors in round one. But they crippled Boogie forever mm-hmm. and also yeah. crippled his spirit to the point where he um, is a bad guy now. Uh, they were ninth in offense, 21st in defense, seventh in pace. Their expected record was 43 and 39, so they quite outplayed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said hello. I mean, they said goodbye to Brett Slamson's favorite player, Ty Wallace. Rest in peace, mm-hmm. Ty Wallace. Uh, to the wonderful named Cinderius Thornwell, to Wilson Chandler and his dirty, filthy mouth, uh, mm-hmm. which sounds bad, but if you, you know, listeners know what I'm talking about. He almost yeah, killed yeah. David Lee because he bit him one time. Uh, they said goodbye to Garrett Temple, um, the poor man's Etwan Moore. <laughs> um, they said goodbye to SGA himself, Shay Gilgis Alexander, and they said goodbye to the rooster, Danilo Gallinari. But don't worry. They also said hello to a lot of weird people. Rookies Mifiendu Kabangele, Terrence Mann. They also said hello to one of the saddest players in the NBA, Patrick Patterson. But don't worry, it's not sad because they also got Dante Grantham, <laughs> Mo Harkless, Paul George, and the board man who gets paid himself, Kawhi freaking Leonard. Why did I say it like that? That I hate that. Um, <laughs> Sean, normally this is the point in our podcast where I would ask you a bunch of jokey questions about the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> um. I want to ask you about the Terminator commercial that aired. It's all I can think of. Yeah. Uh, They aired it around the second quarter. 
And I immediately stopped paying attention to the basketball game tonight because all I could think about was the Terminator commercial starring Kawhi Leonard and uh, Paul George. I actually watched it earlier in the day on the internet. Um, And I knew immediately that we were going to have to talk about it on the podcast. Well, I have it. Uh Uh, I'm just going to play it in full (laughs) right now. For those of you that did not see... This fucking absolute atrocity. Hey, Kawhi. Oh, hey, Arnold. Welcome to LA. Thank you, thank you. It's great to have you here. Plus, it's good to see another Terminator. I don't know why they call me that. Because you have zero emotions. You feel no pain, you have no mercy. Trust me, it's a compliment, okay? Whoa, am I seeing double? Somebody called Sarah Connor. Well, isn't this cute? A Terminator convention. He's the real Terminator. Yeah, well, you're the one with the crazy robot laugh. <laughs> it's a totally normal laugh. He's a fun guy. Good thing. Otherwise, I'd have to terminate you. Ha, ha, ha. la vista, baby. What it do, baby? <laughs> okay, Sean, we've played... All, all one minute and one second of the Terminator commercial. Actually, I probably cut off the laugh part at the end, but we played most of that Terminator commercial. Sean, my first question for you about the Terminator commercial is, uh, thoughts? <laughs> so, I gotta say that my first general point, which it, which applies to this Terminator commercial, but is a larger point, is, um... We've pretty much gotten a thousand percent of the Paul George I wanted in commercials mm-hmm. in the past five years. Um, I know he's he's very talented, justifiably third in the MVP race. Not a real charismatic performer. I think I may have referred to him as like a charisma vacuum mm-hmm. earlier, thinking about this commercial. Um, he makes so many commercials, does not seem to be getting more comfortable or better at it. No. I would say I this is worse. Like, what's his... What What are you supposed to think of Paul George? Because his commercials aren't funny. He kind of like... This one's supposed to be funny. This one's definitely supposed to be Except funny. Except it's not edited like a comedy. It is edited to <laughs> embarrass all four people in it. Who are all just... Entering and exiting through <laughs> totally random directions. Uh-huh. Also, uh, look, last week, two weeks ago, um, a listener, a new listener of ours commented, uh, that there were a lot of long pauses in our podcast, and it was because I was sick and didn't get to cut them. Uh, and that's the only explanation for this commercial, is the editor was sick. Because the right. pauses in between line reads are truly upsetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, with with each line read, enough time goes by before someone else says a line that you can think about your entire life. Well, and that you're not, you're getting the the amazing, the amazingly emotionally responsive face of Kawhi Leonard the whole time. For one, mm-hmm. um, stiff Paul George, um, 
I don't even know how to describe what Arnold Schwarzenegger looks like right now. <laughs> um, but one thing that does happen is that because he's standing next to Kawhi Leonard, you can tell that he's a foot and a half shorter than Kawhi. Uh-huh. And then it makes you, like, I just started thinking, like, I, did I overestimate how big and tough this guy was my entire life? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer is yes. Uh, and then Linda Hamilton appears, and Linda <laughs> Hamilton is great. I love Linda Hamilton. Uh, Sarah Connor, all-time, all-time yeah. tough performance from T- man or T- woman. T2 is a great movie. Um, However, it is also 28 years old. She, it feels like she just smoked an entire pack of cigarettes before she walked into frame. And and I would say she walks into frame because it's where is she coming from? She wanders into frame. They're yeah, they're at a gym, I guess. But Paul George is outside. Uh huh. Like so, maybe it's like a CrossFit thing. It's very unclear because I I had gotten the impression that it was like Arnold's place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Arnold Arnold in a way is like. At this point, nothing phases him. Arnold, He'll by say the way, catchphrase. Let's let's just say, look, let's give Arnold Schwarzenegger credit for something, and that is that the man is charismatic on camera, even when he's not trying, except in this commercial. Mm-hmm. No, it made it made me feel like I'd misjudged a lot of things, but also. Who is this going to... I mean, I guess it's just about making people aware that there is a Terminator movie, because nothing about this minute would make me at all curious about, like, oh, two of these four people are going to be on screen? Great. <laughs> Sign me up for more of them talking. Also, has did no one played Linda Hamilton Kawhi's laugh, right? At any no, point? No, no, not at all. She's like doing like James Cameron's laugh or something. <laughs> oh, emotionless robot, I got it. <laughs> well, anyway, uh I do have one other explanation, I think, for this commercial. Uh this was mm-hmm. clearly made in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> yes. Um And uh there are I'm gonna say only 2% of the city is Clippers fans, while 22% are Lakers fans. Wouldn't you say that's fair? You're saying, how? what are the percentages? 22% Lakers, uh, 2% Clippers, and then a lot of people who don't care or root for other teams because they're from would, not Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I would give a higher percentage to the Lakers, sure. but okay. 2% for the Clippers sounds fine. I personally know, I think... Three Clippers fans? I know three. I think this was edited by Lakers fans to make the Clippers look bad. Right. It was just a professional who's like, it's a hit. It's a hit. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically them defacing a mural, but it's an actual uh, video of their performances. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but look, I'm I'm glad Kawhi is getting the fame he's always sought out and the exposure that he's been chasing his entire career. Um, all right, my final two questions, Sean. I have two actual questions about the Clippers. Okay. Um, is at what point in the season is Steve Ballmer going to have a heart attack from being too amped? Yeah, because did you see what happened tonight? I, I did not. Well, actually, there's another thing that happened tonight we should talk about. Right. Let me let me just address the Ballmer thing. He got so amped tonight that uh, 
His elbow burst through his shirt. <laughs> he, like, tore his shirt from gesticulating, I guess. Um, here's yeah. another Steve Ballmer thing I want to bring up. Um, uh-huh. Ka- they made Kawhi Leonard talk to the crowd tonight. Uh, yeah. and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, because the, the Clippers don't have a home court advantage against the Lakers. But also, Kawhi, in fact, here's a clip of Kawhi talking to the crowd at the Clippers game tonight. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, Clipper fans, to the game tonight. It's going to be a great season. We're going to work hard every night. And let's get it going. Kawhi's just not good at talking. Like, the charm of Kawhi is that he's not good at talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why isn't that Balmer? Right. Look, I'm anti-owners being the mouthpiece for their teams unless it's Steve Balmer. I want him... Opening night, giving a full-on Microsoft rally to those fans, to those Laker fans yeah, that were there. Let him cook. You know what I mean. You're not gonna. What are you gonna? What are you gonna bring? You know, Guy Fieri into the kitchen, and he's like, you know, d- d- doing, doing dishes. Yeah, doing dishes, <laughs> doing prep. Like, come on. Let him. Let him. Let him do what he does. Hype people up okay back to the my question though inspiring and funny yeah yeah. when is he gonna have a coronary december does he make it that far um i'm trying to think what's gonna be like a flashpoint for him because it's not really the stress it's like he's he's gonna have a heart attack the same way that like you know like a, a really high level athlete has a stroke during a race. Right. So that's what I, I think a mini stroke. Or like a, a brain aneurysm, day. yeah. But Christmas Day. Christmas Day. <laughs> okay. That's my pick. Okay, that makes sense. I wonder if you can bet that on mybookie.aje, <laughs> yeah. promo code Round Rock. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're playing a game. He's already, like, you know how excited he must get about Christmas, Joey. Yeah, oh, he loves Christmas. And it's Do like, you think it's he like dresses as Santa up. Claus, or does he dress as an elf and hire a Santa Claus? He hires a Santa Claus because he gets such a kick out of Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, like, he could be Santa Claus, like, he has the frame for it, but you can't, Santa can't just be doing, like, this is so great right now when you're sitting on my lap. Like, I see him more as, like, 15 feet away, just pointing at Santa and just being like, look at his beard! <laughs> Don't tug on it! <laughs> He's great! He's great! Um, One right. night! All those houses! And finally, my last question for you, Sean, about the Los uh-huh. Angeles Clippers. Yeah. If the Clippers go to the finals, will Billy Crystal bring back the Jazzman character? Which, um. of course, is uh, possibly the most... It's as racist <laughs> as anything Justin Trudeau does. Yeah, but Billy Crystal also has worn more blackface than Trudeau. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, um, which is hard to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say he brings it back, Joey. Oh. Can you dig it? I think God, I can, or whatever. <laughs> what does he say? He says, "Can you dig it? I thought you could." Mm-hmm. Or no, it's I knew that you the could. Licorice stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, hopefully they don't make the finals. Then I was rooting for them, but. Uh... <laughs> 
I don't think Twitter could handle the jazz man. Um, well, they ran into a big force out of Milwaukee. All right. Called him the Greek freak. Okay, sorry. Sean, sorry. over under 54 and a half. It's pretty high, but I think they're, I think they, I'm going to go, I'm going to go a slight under, just because I think that, um, I think Paul George and Kawhi are going to miss some time. Things are tough. Also, they just, they just aren't going to be like ramping up to win 60 games. You know what I mean? Like they're, I do know a playoff team. Yeah. I think there's one team in this division that's winning over 52 games. I mean, in uh, the whole West, sorry, that's winning over 52 games. The Denver that, Nuggets? That is the Denver Nuggets, yeah. Yeah, I just, I I don't see this as a team that's keeping the pedal to the metal. Um, I think most of the divi- most of the entire West is going to be hanging around 50 games. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think they're they're definitely better adding these dudes. Oh yeah, I it's mean, just look, they are. I mean, they're the favorites for the finals, right? I think. I mean, I think they're. I I would bet on them to win the title. I think. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just don't know. I think they might take it easy. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, there's no reason to push. Paul George hard during the regular season when he's had surgery around both his shoulders and like you know I mean would Kawhi play last year like 65 games 60 games mm-hmm. 60 except he games. says he's not gonna do that this year yeah I just I just don't know why you would well, I, I just don't think that this team cares about home court at all mm-hmm. so I mean I mean I'm sure they would prefer it but uh I don't know. I just think the Nuggets are going to definitely get the one seed, and beyond that, it does. It, you know, they're they're not going to gun it to get the two seed instead of the three seed. Mm-hmm. All right, the Los Angeles Lakers, Sean. Last year mm-hmm. they were good for thirty-seven and forty-five. Good for tenth in the West. They were twenty-fourth in offense, twelfth in defense. Fourth in pace, really ran under that uh, rape guy, Luke Walton. Mm-hmm. Um, their expected was thirty-seven and four. Their expected record was exactly what it was, thirty-seven and forty-five. Mm. Um, they callously shipped out of town uh, Isaac Bamba, Mo Wagner, Mike Muscala, Lance Stevenson, Reggie Bullock, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. And uh, uh, Los Angeles's favorite son, Lonzo Ball. Uh, but don't worry, they brought in some weirdos. They brought in David Stockton, Talon Horton Tucker. That's right, John Stockton's son is on the Lakers. Uh, Troy Daniels, Quinn Cook, Dwight the the Fart Howard, Avery Bad Guy Bradley, Jared. Uh, JMZ Dudley, uh, Danny Green, their actual good player, and Anthony Davis. <laughs> uh, they also signed Boogie Cousins, but also said goodbye to Boogie Cousins. <laughs> yeah. What a whirlwind. Um, before we get into this team, um, I actually got a message uh, from 
the Lakers coach Frank Vogel. Should I play it? Oh, yeah, play it, All please. Right. What's up, Lakers fans? Coach Frank Vogel here, uh, full of enthusiasm. Oh, that's the most depressing thing in the world. It depresses me every time. Uh, yeah. Sean, I have do you want to say you what your girlfriend said tonight when she saw Frank Vogel for the first time? Yeah, I mean, she she basically thought he was a sub. I believe Dude. you texted me, uh, Eloise just asked if uh, the Lakers have, are, have a substitute coach, mm-hmm. and then she described him as looking like a man who fills in for, su- for, coach- for someone teaching shop class. Yeah, that was his that was his look and I was like, "No, he's been an NBA coach for a while." And then she said, "He doesn't look like he's very confident about being coach." Uh and then did you play her this? What's up Lakers fans? Coach Frank Vogel here, uh full of enthusiasm. I mean, I will now. I will now. She's decided that she is uh officially an NBA fan mm-hmm. after tonight. And uh, she is going to support the Clippers. Well, both of these games were fucking awesome tonight. Yeah, they were. They great. were so entertaining. <laughs> um, that let's talk about it a little bit, right? Sure. Um. So Lakers and Clippers, a lot of runs in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just the Lakers had a huge lead. The Clippers came back. The Clippers got a huge lead. The Lakers came back, and then. Uh, yeah, the Clippers kind of ran away with it in the fourth quarter. Uh, they played Montres Harrell and Lou Williams more than anyone else on the team, I think. Uh, yeah, because those guys fucking are unstoppable and they rule. It's incredible. Like, uh, like it was a weird thing where at one point I was like, Kawhi Leonard should just give the ball up here. Like, just give it back to Lou and Trez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, you play, you play defense. Yeah, the boys you play are defense in and you go sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they got they got the the Clippers got sixty points off the bench. So that's pretty good. Uh, you know They're who pretty else? Pretty good bench scoring numbers. You know who else was fucking awesome tonight? Who's uh, that? Portland's favorite son, Mo, Mo Harkless. Oh, he's great. I felt <laughs> I watched that and I was like, well, he should be starting. Except, I mean. It, it kind of doesn't matter who's starting because, um, you know, Mo Harkless was effectively the sixth man. He mm-hmm. played like 30 minutes tonight. So uh, he seems perfect on this team, Joey. Uh, yeah, you know where he also, I was like, man, you know where he'd really fit in? The Lakers, because uh, they needed uh, anyone good who was not LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, mm-hmm. it was a real bummer. I mean, Danny Green, of course, was great. He's besides the point. But it's like, you just watch the team and you're like, they couldn't get one guard? Right, right, right. Like, just one Green other is guard? a perfect fit with LeBron. Like, like yes. perfect. He's going to get hit. He's going to hit him every time. He, seven like, of nine on threes today. Troy Daniels missed some shots tonight, but I thought Troy Daniels, it was like, oh, this makes total sense. But he should not be your, like second or third best guard like kcp was atrocious uh he played 27 minutes and he did not score and he committed five fouls uh and had a turnover that is incredible like i I just can't believe it it's his third year on the team that's like 
That's that's I mean that's like the argument that well people will say like oh the Lakers you know Clutch Sports got him AD and it's like yeah but is that worth all the time they've had to spend watching Contavious Caldwell Pope? I don't I kind of don't think so. I mean look I think they've got they're gonna be trading Kyle Kuzma and uh, KCP's contract for someone later this year uh, that can play guard. Yeah, it's weird. Like, like Danny Green, you look at the plus-minus stuff. Anthony Davis played 37 minutes, pretty high for Anthony Davis, and was plus three, which meant in the 11 minutes he was off the floor, uh, the Clippers had scored by 13 points. So. Mm-hmm. I also, um, I thought LeBron was pretty good on offense, but uh, I did not think he was good on defense tonight. I don't think LeBron is very confident about his shot right now mm-hmm. and maybe that's because it's the beginning of the season but also he has just been getting like a little bit worse like his passing is seems like it's as good as it has ever been mm-hmm. or better but um just it just does not seem that comfortable like shooting uh you know he still like gets to the basket gets crazy layups makes insane passes but uh yeah it doesn't seem like he trusts his shot right now well what i will say is uh, I sent you a text tonight, and this is sort of Lakers previewy, I would say. Uh, and what was shocking to me after the first two quarters and stayed shocking is uh, Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd. I called the offense they're running some Eastern Conference ass bullshit <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because it's literally four guys watching either. AD or LeBron post up on the left block and that's it like you don't maybe you want you're using AD or LeBron as a spacer like what are you doing these are like two of the most like crazy interesting basketball players ever and you don't want them moving ever it's just like they barely ran a pick and roll with the two of them. They ran JaVale pick and rolls, but it was really like a bummer of an offense. Uh, that being concerned. said, mm-hmm. this team is going to be really good still. Because there, yeah, were just... t- there were times tonight where it was like, oh, LeBron and AD are just unstoppable. Like, there's nothing right, right, you can right. do. And then there were moments where, I mean, I think I think their defense is going to be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have moments where they look just insane because they have Danny Green, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, who are all really good defenders. And, like, you know, JaVale block shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I just, I just, it feels like you're watching a lot of guys who might not be there for that much longer. I mean, not necessarily for that much longer, but, like, probably won't be on the team at the end of the year. Like, yeah. I'm looking at you, Jared Dudley. <laughs> I'm looking at you, KCP, Avery um, Bradley. I'm, I'm, I often I didn't realize I was looking at Dwight Howard, but I'm also looking at Dwight. Howard. <laughs> I actually thought Dwight was pretty bad tonight, but at least he looked better than he's looked. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, one of the funniest moments was when, well, no, he. He got blocked a lot by little guys. That was kind of weird, but also it's kind of how Dwight Howard is now. Yeah, I just mean he didn't look um, 
as heavy, demanding post-ups as he has he, in the and past. And his hair looked really weird. Yeah, he his hair did look skinny. weird. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean. When are we replacing Frank Vogel with Jason Kidd? Because we're already hearing about it tonight, Yeah. right? Yeah. They they brought in Jason Kidd. It just felt like they wanted to hire Jason Kidd, and there was kind of a backlash. And it wasn't even clear where it was like, Jason Kidd's kind of a bad guy. Also, Jason Kidd got fired by the Bucks, and then they uh, became like a dominant force uh, less uh-huh. than less than twelve months later, uh, but it just like like isn't Jason Kidd much more of LeBron's guy? I, I don't, don't, I don't really, really know. The, I don't know what the factions are there, <laughs> but it just it just seems like people are going to talk about Frank Vogel losing his job constantly, and he did take the three year deal that that Tyron Lue uh, rejected. It just seems like there's going to be a lot of turmoil. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not necessarily <laughs> even saying it's going to derail the team. But people are going to be talking about Frank Vogel getting fired constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, Sean. Over under fifty one and a half. Uh, under. Hmm. I think they'll be good in the playoffs, but uh, I did like. It just doesn't. It, it again, much like the Clippers. I don't really see their incentive to try to win more than that. It's the West is tough. Um, yeah, this feels to me like a 51-52 win team. Or a 50-51 win team. But I kind of hope they they rest LeBron a little bit, though. Because they really didn't do that last year. Well, they didn't tonight, either. Um, yeah. I'm going to take the over, actually, though. I think they're going to win 52 games. Um, again, I see him as, like, 50 I just, and I'm basically only doing it because I think we agree too much. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> I mean, this, one's, this one's close. It's not that high enough. Yeah. They could do it. Okay, Sean. It's our team down here. Down here, it's our team. The Golden State Warriors. Last mm-hmm. year, they were 57-25. and 25. They made their fifth straight finals, and that's all. They played hard every single night. Uh, mm-hmm. nothing weird happened. Um, uh, their ownership certainly didn't make anyone play injured. Uh, they also didn't, uh, leave their city. They didn't, uh, they didn't leave for a building that is a gross palace of, uh, late stage capitalism. Um, uh-huh. they were first in offense, 13th Teammates in- got along really well all year. Yeah, 13th in defense, uh, 10th in pace. Their expected record was 56 and 26, so they were weirdly a game better than their their expected I would record. Would not have guessed that one. <laughs> um they said goodbye to Jonas Yurebko, Yamian Jones, Win Yuk, Jordan Pell, Andrew Pizzagate Bogut, uh Sean Livingston, Boogie Cousins, but did they really ever say hello to him? Uh they also of course said goodbye to Andre Iguodala. And that's it. No other notable free agents who left. Uh, they said, oh, they said hello <laughs> to Alan Smilajic, Eric Pascal, Jordan Poole, Marquise oh, oh, the Ride, Chris, baby. Oh my god. Oma, um, Amari, new Glenn, three big dogs, Robinson, Alec Burks, WCS himself, 
Willie Colley Stein. And of course, it's weird. I don't know how they were able to swing this move considering they uh, did, actually didn't lose that many free agents, but they also gave D'Angelo Russell a max <laughs> and wow. hard cap themselves. I don't understand how the cap sheet works. Um, Sean, mm-hmm. the Warriors added two members of, of last year's Sacramento Kings. Uh, that's a big uh oh, right? I think so. It did. I might even be a whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, it might be a whoopsie. Uh, Willie Colley Stein, I have to say, look, you know I love Sacramento, Joey. You sure do. Um, and they have really great, enthusiastic fans. I feel like it is a bad sign when the city of Sacramento uh, is like good luck with Willie Colley Stein. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> just it seemed. I I don't know specifically what happened, but it seems like people in Sacramento really hated watching him play. And that is really saying something, because there's a lot of people that Sacramento has opened its arms to that really they should have not been touching with, like, a 10-foot pole. Well, what's very uh, strange is he's going to lose his job to Sacramento native Marquise Chris, so... Right, who never ended up playing for the Kings yeah. somehow. <laughs> like, it just seems like a lot of things in his life are pointing him that way. Did they actually... Did they trade the Chris pick to the yes, Suns? Yes, they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Marquise Chris. That's the weirdest development, Joey. <laughs> yeah, they also said goodbye to Alfonso McKinney. Uh-huh. Uh, but... Uh, I, I honestly, I was so excited to see them even just inviting the ride to camp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at least I'll get to see him play. And he's been fucking awesome. He's been like their second best player in preseason, it's which is a bad strange. sign for this team, right. admittedly. But I do wonder if, okay, so he's a great athlete. He has a lot of skills that often aren't maybe used in the most efficient way. Mm-hmm. Well, what's been crazy about him is how good a passer he's been. He's a really good passer. He really <laughs> is. Um, he had games where he had like four assists, five assists. Um, mm-hmm. But we can't talk about Marquise Grizz the whole time. No, uh, no, no. It's it just, it just, I wonder, I wonder if he is a guy who is going to specifically benefit from playing next to Draymond Green. You know it, what I mean? Like there's some yes. guys where just yelling at him what to do. Well, and the other interesting thing is, uh, it does feel a little bit like uh, maybe Bob Myers was listening to us because we've been demanding for three years that they sign Anthony Randolph. And Marquise Chris is sort of as close to Anthony Randolph as you can get in the current NBA. There's nothing closer, I don't think. Um, Sean, how bad is this defense going to be? It's going to be really bad, right? I think so, but... Again, it's like, I just don't even, I have no idea what Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks are going to be like, or these rookies. It's probably going to be bad, though. It's. I think it's going to be really bad. The Russell bad. Curry backcourt does not seem like a brick wall. Um, I mean, Curry like, is, I've heard uh, beat writers I trust say that Curry is actually their best wing defender currently. Well, yeah, he, he makes an effort. He's yeah. just, you know small and reaches in a lot but are they starting glenn robinson is that the yes plan? that is the plan that is they went from uh 
Alfonso McKinney, there's small for they're starting small forward last year and uh-huh. the last three years to yeah. starting Glenn Big Dog Robinson, three Big Dogs Robinson, uh, yeah. which is quite the drop off. It feels crazy that they released McKinney, given who's at the small forward, but it's not like he's that great. Right. It's just weird. It's just weird. Um, But I mean, all their centers are hurt. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, all their centers are hurt. I don't know what they do to their centers, but even the young, the 19-year-old center they drafted is hurt. Um, Anyway, uh, it's going to be really bad. Uh, that being said, uh, Steph Curry in the preseason looked maybe the best I've seen him look in, like, since 2015. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think he's really gonna have a monster year. I think he's, I think he's gonna g- break his three-point record. I do, too. I, I do, too. Um, it just, he's taking so many more threes, uh... It doesn't seem to matter, like, I don't know, they'll run a lot of pick and rolls. Um, it's a, I really don't know what to expect. I guess that's what happens when, you know, you lose Clay Thompson, you lose Boogie Cousins, and you lose Alfonso. Uh, yeah, You're left with a strange. different team. Um. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you. Yeah, Kelly. sure. What do you think is going to annoy you most about Steve Kerr's coaching style? Oh, for sure. The fact that they have only about three good players and he's going to play 12. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Especially, uh, I have this feeling I'm going to be begging them to uh, ride out Marquise Chris's uh, bad games, and he won't be doing that. Do you know what I mean? We're going to be seeing a lot of Willie Cauley-Stein when we should be seeing more Marquise Chris. (laughs) Alvin Gentry played 12 guys tonight, by the That way. was tight, though. All those guys should have played. Oh, no, he, oh, yeah, yeah, he <laughs> didn't play Jackson Hayes. That was the only guy he didn't make it to. Uh, yeah, and remember, speaking back to our uh, uh, preview, remember I was telling you Nick, Nico Melli's going to play a lot, and you were like, I don't think he's going to play at all, Joey. And he played so much tonight. He played 20 <laughs> minutes. It was unstoppable. Uh, spoiler, he's... He inspired a song. He inspired a song tonight. <laughs> All right, Sean, this team is forty-seven uh, over under 47.5 for the Warriors. I hate to do it, but I'm going under. Mm-hmm. That is the popular choice these days. I think... Um... That I think people are kind of overrating how bad their preseason was because they had to play the Lakers full strength four times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And they really kicked the shit out of the T-Wolves, the normal basketball team they played. Right. Uh, And I just have faith in Steph and Draymond. I think it's going to be very close, but I think they're getting to 48 or 49 wins. I love it. I love it. I just, you got to have faith in my my guys, you know what I mean? Plus, Marquise Chris is going to be an Um, (laughs) all-star. That's right. (laughs) He's gonna he's gonna finally silence the haters. He's gonna I mean, be how mad would Phoenix be? How what mad if, would the Warriors they, be though if he made the All Star team? They they just couldn't sign him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, this. Oh oh, do you do you did you can we mention what um that Marcin Gortat called the Phoenix Suns organization a brothel on wheels? He sure did. 
Um, I mean, we can we do have to cover the suns in this. Oh, you're uh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's right. The Sacramento Kings, Sean. Last year they went thirty nine and forty three, good for ninth in the West, sixteenth in offense, twentieth in defense. Fifth in pace, their expected record, 38-44, and 44, so they were one game better. Uh, they said goodbye to Willie Cauley-Stein, Alec Burks, Costa Kufos, and Corey Brewer, which anytime you can get rid of two guys with male pattern baldness, it's a plus. Um, and they said hello to Rishon Holmes, Tyler Ulis, Dwayne Dedman, Corey Joseph, and Trevor Ariza. What a weird group of signings. Truly. Like, Dwayne Dedman... Makes sense. Dwayne Dedman, absolutely good makes signing. Sense. You're like, oh, perfect. That's, uh, you just need, like... Yeah, he's a, their a third big. Bonus, bonus, he can shoot threes. You know, great. Um... Corey Joseph had a weird year last year. I like Rashawn Holmes, too, because he's like Dwayne Dedman, but young. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Right, right. But also, like, aren't they kind of getting to a little bit of a crunch with their bigs a little bit? Oh, that you... Well, you did, yeah, like, like I do feel like Harry Giles and Rishon Holmes, I don't even know if they're similar players, but I feel like they're fundamentally redundant. But, I mean, but you want to be developing Harry Giles and Marvin Bagley, so, I mean, I guess having four bigs is fine. Look at the Warriors. They have three, and there's constantly two are dead. So I kind of feel like Rishon Holmes is not really going to play. Probably not. Um, but also, Trevor Ariza is really a power forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Harrison Barnes is really a power forward. Like, well, he's he's a I don't know. He he's better Barnes at the is, four. Barnes legitimately plays both. He's better at the four, though. Um, I guess it's. Just- Threes are a lot rarer in the NBA. Yeah, I but think. Y- he's just, you want him guarding, like, the what makes him special is that he can guard the big guy, and he's less good at staying in front of your faster threes. Um, anyway, um, the Kings last year won their most games since 2006, and then fired their head coach. Sean, was this a misstep? Uh, I'm going to say pretty clearly it was. Mm-hmm. It does seem like uh, Dave Yeager did not necessarily get along great with the front yeah. office. Uh, Seems to have been the victim of a power struggle. Um, can I ask you a question? What is it about NBA coach Dave Yeager that makes him the NBA's biggest cuck? <laughs> oh, that he's just constantly... He's constantly getting Grizz? fired after winning like 50 games. Yeah, it's because he only wants to coach the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Yeah, and they won't hire him because he's not related to anyone in the organization. Yeah. So it's like, it basically people keep breaking up with him because he's still fix- he's like fixated on his high school girlfriend. <laughs> and they're like, you know, this isn't going to work, Dave. Uh, it seems very risky, though, that you have that much improvement, and then you're like, well... How about this guy who didn't really do dick with the Lakers? Dave Yeager is like the NBA's Lloyd Dobler. (laughs) (laughs) Just standing outside in a big, dumb, shitty trench coat in the rain outside the Minnesota Timberwolves, outside the Target Center, playing in your eyes. (laughs) And they're like, hey, you just don't have a blood relative who worked in the organization for 20 years, so we can't really help you. (laughs) Um, but yes, uh, 
Also, the fact that they haven't fired Luke Walton yet is uh, embarrassing and terrible. Uh, and hey, the NBA concluded their investigation, Joey. Well, you know what? Uh, they should have fired him anyway. Uh, they should have fired him right the away. Second, the second it happened, they should have fired him. Um, bad move by you, Vivek, pretending to be woke. Um, which member of the Kings is uh, the parking lot robot's favorite player, Sean? You know, I think it was Willie Cauley-Stein, and now it's going to be uh, Rashawn Holmes. <laughs> oh, he's he likes guys big who bag. get garbage buckets, you know what I mean? Um, like he likes he likes people who like lay it in. You know what I mean? Like you like the garbage robot must hate Buddy Heald because he's encouraging people to throw their trash from a long distance. And you know what I mean? Like he he wants high percentage, high efficiency stuff. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Last Dedman question. Just likes the outside too much. Last question, Sean. How many times do you think Harrison Barnes has visited the state capitol building? Okay, so he could trade it in like. End of January? Yeah. Four. Like four <laughs> times. Okay. Because he went right when he got into town. How many times has he visited the train museum? Uh, twice. All right. Because he bought a membership right when he got there the first time, and then was kind of like, hey, this is sort of for kids, and then, and then he went with his wife once. All right, Sean, over under 37 and a half. Boy, this is like a perfect number. Um... I'm going under. I just think it's going to be a little unstable. Even though I, I do think Harrison Barnes is kind of perfect for the team, I just uh, I think the defense is going to be pretty bad. I think I'm taking the over. Not much um, over. Yeah. But I mean, 39-40 sounds about right to me. I guess I just kind of inherently always want to bet against uh, teams that got way better the previous year or two. Yeah, I just think Bagley's going to be better. Fox is even going to be slightly better. You know what I mean? All year, Bogdan in a contract year. Look, those guys pulled. Yeah, Buddy healed, safe, Mm -hmm. extended. And look, look, you know, Fox and Bagley had the wisdom to ditch the feeble World Cup, so. (laughs) The high basketball IQ. Yeah. All right, our final team, Sean, the Phoenix Suns. Last year they went 19 and 63, 28th in offense, 29th in defense, 10th in pace. Uh, their expected uh, record exactly 19 and 63. They said goodbye to DeAnthony Melton, Troy Daniels, Jimmer Ferdet, Rishon Holmes, Jamal Crawford. Remember, he was on that team for some reason. Dragon Bender. Josh Jackson and TJ Warren. That sounds like a Don Pardo intro. They right? said hello to Ty Jerome, Cameron Johnson, Czech Diallo, Javon Carter, Frank Kaminsky is a son, baby. Oh my god. Aaron Baines, Dario Saric, and Ricky Rubio. My first question for you, Sean. By the way, Cameron Johnson's older than Devin Booker. <laughs> My first question for you, Sean. Uh, is this the year Devin Booker starts playing winning basketball? Yes. No, no. It's <laughs> never going to happen. It's, it's not going to happen. Like, it's, it's, I just don't really see it happening. I will say, um, look, 
I hate Devin Booker in his game maybe more than you do. I think I think that's true. But I do think having Dario Saric and Ricky Rubio as opposed to TJ Warren, Dragon Bender and Josh Jackson uh is probably going to really help him because uh these are the first two sons in a very long time who uh their best skill is passing. That is true. That's true. Um, I mean, it'll it should be better. I just don't. <laughs> I don't think he's ever going to play winning basketball. No, I don't because, think like, so either. He was like he's really one of the worst defenders in basketball, which is kind of ridiculous when you're 22. <laughs> he might have turned 23, but like, also, how is he still 23? I know, right? It seems it seems weird. Um he seems like he's good at getting fouled, like he's a good scorer, but uh he's also one of those guys that like people think is a good three-point shooter just because of how he looks. Right. And then you look at his numbers and you're like, "Oh, he's like fine." Yeah. Like what he's really good at is like uh taking like a 22-footer off a screen and roll. Yeah, and he he seems like he was scoring a little better last year. Um, I mean, he scored 72 points in a game, Sean. So uh, it doesn't yeah. get much better than that. But it seems it seems like the main uptick is that he has gotten fouled more, and it seems like he is getting to the basket better. Those mm-hmm. are both good things. But yeah. It, uh, it, just, it still seems like this team is pretty terrible. He feels like such a player that's out of time to me. Just like, uh, yeah, like, doesn't he make more sense as like Alan Houston? That is, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just like a late '90s Eastern Conference All Star. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, but now, now to be fair, I do think that you know this team is a brothel on wheels, so. I would have more hope for him, except he's staying in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like if he got traded, then I would get excited again. Yeah, but I mean they 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 brought in these guys, and like they do every year, they're going to trade one or two of these veterans at midseason. It's going to be Dario. Like Dario started just getting traded. Like he's not getting an extension. There. Do you think Dario Sarge is getting traded? Yeah, they all, they always trade these these guys in this situation. <laughs> I'm not saying he should, but they're gonna look, and it's like, you know, they've they've got other guys at those positions right now. I don't know, man. Like they just gave Kelly Oubre a deal. I hate this. I hated this team coming into this conversation, uh-huh. but now I'm kind of looking at it, and I'm like, Ricky Rubio, Dario Saric, and Aaron Baines, like. Uh-huh. These are adults there for the first time in like 10 years. <laughs> I just think it's going to be a pretty bad offense. Yeah, but Ricky Rubio, the trick with him is everyone's like, man, the offense is so bad when he's out there. But then you look at the numbers and the offense is always better when Ricky Rubio plays, no matter what. I mean, it'll it'll be better than having <laughs> Anthony Melton and... Brandon Knight or whatever was going on last year. But 
It's a bunch of dudes where I'm like, eh, this guy should be good, right? I feel like the, the Cameron Johnson is no, like a three he's point like injured already, forward. right? Doesn't he also have like a like hip problems? Well, yeah, he's the oldest guy in the draft, <laughs> so sure. Um. All right, John. this is like a doomed organization, though. All right, John, over or under twenty eight and a half. God, I mean, they're just gonna end up tanking again, though. Yeah, I'm taking under. the under. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because they're. It's just it's going in the toilet eventually. It's, it's really unfair. Ricky Rubio is on this team. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy he got paid moments. so much money, but like, uh, like. Ricky Rubio is tight and fun and shouldn't have to deal with this. On the plus yeah. side, I think he and um, DeAndre Ayton will get along. I think so, too. Yeah. And I think they'll probably uh, deal him because that's just what they do in Phoenix. <laughs> I mean, not this year, but yeah, he got his money. That's the most important yeah. thing. All right, Sean. Um, that's our portion of the division previews. Uh, and look, we don't know a lot about basketball. We don't know about numbers. We're we're all heart. We're all feel, Sean and I. But luckily, we do have a little podcast in the that it's America's only podcast within a podcast uh, about basketball analytics. And normally, it's called Slammed Up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. But mm-hmm. I don't know. He sent me a rambling email this week um, saying that the podcast is called the. The Brett and Trevor NBA show presented by Rocked On Sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I got I got a similarly long email and a series of WhatsApp messages. He sent me like eighteen Venmo requests this week. We don't they pay us a little bit actually no, to do the show? No. Oh. But we don't pay them. We definitely don't pay them. <laughs> uh, like we were, we had to release their album. That's how we pay them. Any, which again is available at roundballrock.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. It's in the description of the show. Anyway, <laughs> here is the Brett and Trevor NBA show presented by Rocked On Sports with Brett Slamson and Recruit with Trevor. Hi, this is Daniel Rock, the radio voice of the G League Zone, Wisconsin Herd, and you're listening to a Rocked On Sports production. Rocked On Sports is a podcast network, and not at all a grift to rip off fans and desperate bloggers. The Brad and Trevor NBA Show, with Brad Samson and Recruit with Trevor, presented by Rocked on Sports, Testosterone, Two Alphas, Notes App Apologies, You have followed me for two days, donate to my Patreon, or I'm going to key your Volkswagen, and being not mad online, these guys both have fucking manifestos.
Alright, welcome back to the first uh, inaugural episode of the Brett and Trevor NBA show presented by Rocked On Sports featuring Brett Slamson and Recruit with Trevor. Uh, I'm your host, Brett Slamson, a little bit different than the normal analytics podcast uh, embedded inside the Round Ball Rock podcast. Uh, Randy Ledoux, uh, who is often with me, is out. And uh, I am teaming up for a new podcast with... Within uh, a podcast, don't forget. Within a podcast. Within a podcast. We're a yes, podcast so. within a podcast within a podcast. Within a podcast. So a couple of alphas is... doing a podcast within a podcast. It's an alpha cast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, that voice you're Don't hearing, talk over uh, me again. That... Oh, oh. Well, that, that's a rebuke. Uh, that voice you're hearing is... Uh, Recruit with Trevor. He's a uh, he's a, a former uh, women's basketball. Co- no, I'm sorry. He's a former uh, video coordinator in the uh, the the. Where did you you were an where were you a video coordinator in the past, Trevor? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, how long were you there? Six weeks. Mm-hmm. Did you leave amicably? I'm sorry, what was that? I was finishing a notes app apology. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, well, you know what? That, that's uh, sometimes it's hard to keep an alpha contained in the pen, but uh, we have contained him within uh, this podcast, the, uh, the, the NBA show, the, the new one. And uh, Will you also, hurry up? Trevor has been named the COO of Slamson Corp. Uh, before we get started, I want to thank Vulture for the recognition of Slammed Up Podcast, uh, and me personally, Brett Slamson, uh, I love Vulture, it is my favorite form of capitalism, and it is the animal in the animal kingdom who my personal wingspan most resembles. Uh, so let's just get started with the Pacific Division. We are going to start with, uh, Los Angeles's second favorite team, uh, but, uh, there's a new powerhouse succeeding them, uh, changing things up, uh, which somewhat Reminiscent of our own podcast experience here. It is the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Trevor, can I get your thoughts on the Clippers? The Los Angeles Clippers, uh, I don't want to name any players by name because Mm -hmm. I have tagged them in several of my videos. And I would like the traction on Twitter.com at Recruit with Trevor. Look at my videos. Give me money on Patreon. Uh, but the Los Angeles Clippers are, of course, the Cheryl Swoops of the NBA, and that means I could totally beat them at basketball. I would mm-hmm. just take them into the post and elbow mm-hmm. them in the face repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I'm, you know, I I feel like the Clippers are a bit of a, uh, a Swoops, if you will, a bit of a paper tiger, because uh, the sexual energy they lost when Danilo Gallinari was replaced by Kawhi Leonard, uh, I just don't think they have the libido to really get in there and bang with the uh, your Lakers or your, uh, you know, your, your Cynthia Cooper types, for example. All right, but before we get started, we are going to uh, talk about one of our first sponsors this week. Uh, now, listeners know that I don't really go in for... Fictional storytelling. It is simply actors lies. and talented technicians. Yeah, it's all lies. lies. Don't lie to it's me. It's all lies. Yeah. The but, only uh, lies I want to hear are coming through my notes app apologies. Well, well, you're well. I mean, don't don't we are we are broadcasting. You want to, I have never in there. felt bad about anything in my entire life. All right. 
Well, uh... No regrets. You know, mm, well, fantastic. So, uh, when I do watch a television show, which I only want to do if I can immediately listen to a podcast that explains exactly what I just saw in twice the time, which is why I am so excited about this new podcast, Who Watches the Watchmen? Watch the Watchmen. It is a new after show from The Ringer about the new HBO sci-fi fascism Fantasia Watchmen, hosted by Chris Ryan and a rotating cast of other millennials. Now, I know Chris Ryan is primarily an actor. I love his artistic short films, but he's also excellent at describing a television show that you just watched. Yes, HBO has an after-the-episode feature, but there's just not enough yelling in those. Uh, You know I love yelling. Best of all, they assign winners and losers to each episode because viewers like me can only enjoy a TV series and film if there is an arbitrary competitive feature to it. I'm not settled unless I get a clear W and an L for everything. Uh, that's how I feel about TV shows. That's also how I feel about sexual intercourse. Uh, who watches The Watchmen watch The Watchmen also answers big questions like, is Ozymandias having a moment? Uh, Sulk Spectre, underrated, overrated, or uh, properly rated? Damon Lindelof, are we sure he's good? Plus medical consultations every week with the Body Language Doctor. Now, you can get episodes in advance on the Ringer satellite site, The Bringer, where you can only listen if you share the content with at least five millennial friends, or with promo code Release the Black Freighter Cut. Easy to remember, we talk about it all the time. Uh, more than the Saturn Cut, the Black Freighter Cut. You know, we've, you've, you've heard my TED talk on the subject. Who's watching The Watchmen Watch The Watchmen? Because you should never, ever read a book. All right. I'll tell you who won that ad read. Who won that ad read? I did, because I didn't have to give it, you twit. Oh, well, that's that's alpha behavior, I gotta say. Uh, This is a a different experience for me. I'm usually more of the steamroller, but I, I appreciate the energy we're getting here. That's the kind of vibe we have on the new NBA show. So, we're bringing in the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I think they've added Anthony Davis this summer. Big trade. He turns 27 in March. Mike, I have tagged him in at least 14 of my tweets. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, Trevor, how did the Lakers convince him to opt out of his contract this summer so they can get rid of his corpse? Easily. Uh, what they do is they just offer him as much 7-Eleven pizza as possible, my man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that's where you like to eat? There's nothing better than 7-Eleven pizza. Mm-hmm. I'm uh I'm still working through some old expired uh forum uh blue and gold apron boxes. I don't I got, know what uh, that a is. A couple of years ago. Uh they they send a box of food to your home, you can prepare it yourself. Uh for me the portion size are difficult to work in with my body chemistry, but uh great sponsor. Prepare it yourself. Mm-hmm. What are you? Like a butler? Well, uh you know, I need a, I need to eat 8 times a day uh just to keep up my uh, my protein and carb levels. You do have a body of a Frankenstein. And I say mm-hmm. that as a man who has a face of a skeletor. Yeah, yeah, I've, I know I've I've literally had many body parts replaced by corpses and uh none of them match. So uh I'm a little bit of a nightmare in that situation. Uh what do you expect the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers to to do this season? I expect them Look, a lot of these blog boys out there are calling for them to miss the playoffs because they don't have anyone under with an ability to dribble. They don't have a point mm-hmm. guard. 
Well, shut up, you blog boys. They have LeBron James, who will eventually be hiring me to host a show on the Uninterrupted Network. So they're wow, going to win 68 games and the NBA title. Mm-hmm. Well, that that is a bold choice. Uh, I'm looking at the age. I'm looking at the actuarial tables. I have them in for shut up, uh, nerd. 21 and a half. 21 and a half. Shut up, nerd. Whoa. Okay. Tables. Well, that, that, that tells Wait, me am I doing a podcast with a blog boy? I mean, I'm I'm more of a Twitch streamer slash daily stormer freelancer, but uh, no, I wouldn't say a blog boy. I'm a blog man. That's what I'd say. All right, our next sponsor is uh, well, this you know, now, Trevor. You may not know this, but uh, Hawks rookie Cam Reddish is an incredible erotic videographer who sli- specializes in slightly sunburned models. It is beautiful, classy stuff, although they can go on all along. He is not an efficient shooter. But now, the softcore amateur content that was previously only available at select Armenian vape shops is now available in the World Wide Web at Cam Reddish's Reddish Cams. It is a fully streaming service with cam girls who barely move around because of the tightness and sensitivity of their sun-damaged skin. You've got aloe vera shows, uh, sun hat reveals, and uh, even couple shows where a man and woman compare tan lines and uh, dangerous moles. I'll be honest, this is some sick, perverse stuff, almost as perverse as taking Cam Reddish at the number 10 pick with Tyler Hero still available, but it is endorsed by Coach Mike Krzyzewski, which means you know it's good, probably top 8, top 16, but certainly not the champ. Get your first trial hour at Cam Reddish's Reddish Cams with promo code Actral Lentiginous Melanoma. It's easy to remember. I talk about it all the time every time I go to the dermatologist. Cam Reddish's Reddish Cams. Ya burnt. All right. Moving on to the next team in the Pacific Division. It is the five-time Western Conference champions, the Golden State Warriors. And uh, when I'm starting, I, I just want to say that I have seen some of D'Angelo Russell's recent amateur creepshot videos, and they're they're really quite good, Trevor. You should check them out. What do you think about the moves the Warriors made this summer? Well, <laughs> as you know, uh, I'm friends with KD. Uh, he answered one of my tweets one time by calling me a buster. So mm-hmm. we're friends. And in that case, I think uh, they're going to win zero games. Um, the blog boys out there might love the three-point shooting and the switchy defense, but no mid-range game means no wins in Recruit with Trevor's book. Well, you know, I, I gotta say, I like that they added three-point shooting, they ditched Andre Godala's carcass, just a great summer all around for the Warriors, and, you know, they got younger, which is, of course, the most and only important thing that a basketball team can do, aside from getting second-round pick swap options, so great job by Bob Myers. And great job by Joe Lacob, both in the offseason and at Hedonism 4 uh, in the middle of September. He Quite a performance. Uh, just didn't, didn't even realize they awarded a Western Conference trophy, and the things he did with it were astounding and troubling. Hey! What's going on around here? What are you doing in here? Uh, what, what, that tiny right man now? is here. Oh, God. Are, how do we even fit in his house? I'm not in his house. I'm on my girlfriend's couch. Oh, oh, well, that 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 explains the, the crying that's in the background Are there. You talking to Brett? You know what? We we gotta move on. What just just keep going. What Here's what you gotta do, Trevor. You gotta. Do you want me to smash this little peanut? I I t- 
tend to verbally steamroll him, but uh, let's just move on to the kinks. Pretend he's not there. It works pretty well. Uh, you know, especially when he's crying for help. You, you're just encouraging him. I don't, I don't, I don't know those words he's talking about. I, uh, I like to look at video. Actually, that's that's sort of my thing. I, uh, you know, I, I did start with an analytics background, but I, I like to break down film. Now. Are you sure you're not a fucking blog boy? No, no, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I'm a this I'm a, this little twerp is definitely a blog boy. He's like oh, all yeah. of the blog boys. No, he's like a little blog boy. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's move on to the uh, Sacramento Kings. Now, uh, my main question is, uh, I'm just sick of watching. Dearing Fox and his disgusting drives to the basket, taking shots that are only worth two points. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Harry Giles's uh, body composition? Uh, Why would uh, I Trevor? have thoughts on another man's body composition? Well, you know it's important. Are to you know if are you're you insinuating something about? I'm on my girlfriend's couch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, you know, I did, did hear some stories about uh, some, some locker room activities, and you know what? Let's uh, all all I'll say about the Sacramento Kings is that Buddy Heald should be shooting every time down, and uh, De'Aaron Fox is sickening. Now let's talk about our last sponsor. Oh, this is. I, I can't. I can't hear. Am I? Am I literally hearing that, or is that the voice of my conscience? I thought. I. I thought I had that surgically removed. No. I, this, I've got to no. Move. This little man is screaming. I have him trapped under my thumb on my girlfriend's coffee table yeah, put a, between put like a, three slices of Seven Eleven pizza that I bought for thirty six cents. Well, can you can you at least trap him in a box until I can finish the spinal ad read, Trevor? He's gonna die by pizza. All right, so we uh, well, what a way to go! What a way to go! Uh, now we rarely advertise for other podcasts on this show, but we really like this one that's coming out of Charlotte. It's called Cup Chicken with Mitch Kupchak, starring Hornets GM Mitch Kupchak. It uh, combines the interviewing of a Holmes or a Marin with the japery of an impractical Joker. Here's how it works: Mitch Kupchak. Cupcheck travels around the league, interviewing colleagues and uh, former teammates around the league. It is thought-provoking, it's informative, and uh, sometimes it gets emotional. And then, at some point in the interview, Cupcheck yells, Cupcheck, and uh, swipes at the interviewee's balls. It's great because they think he's just... That's an alpha move! Yelling, yeah, oh, it's great, powerful. It's great because they think he's just yelling his own name, and then boom, right in the bucket seat. I uh, wish you were here right now so I could punch you in the balls. Wait, you want to punch me in the balls? I won't punch everybody sure. in the balls. Hmm. Well, you know, you know who That's why really... I don't like playing basketball against women. They they you get punched in the balls? No balls to punch. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh Kurt Rambis is a squealer. Now, uh Cup Chicken with Mitch Kupchak is not just an interview prank show. After the surprise dies down, Mitch delivers a very serious discussion about men's health, followed by an elaborate and tender testicular exam. Very important for middle-aged men, but particularly for former athletes. Then, prank two, Mitch pretends to find a lump. Oh, I could listen to this all day, especially uh, Wes Unsold's episode. Finally, they finish off by eating a gourmet dish prepared by former Hornets GM Rich Cho. 
Uh, Trevor, this pod has everything. And you can download the five, the first two episodes free featuring Mark Madsen and Joey Buss with promo code Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient Jerry West. Cup checking with Mitch Cupcheck. Now the ball's in your court. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What, 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 what's he saying? I think he said we talk about it all the time. I well, I don't you know. know. We, we actually do talk about that all the time. He, he knows, man. We, we've talked about that a lot of times. A lot of, a lot of good times, honestly. Let's talk about the, uh, the Phoenix Suns now that the sunshine hey, hold on. has gone hold out on. of my life. Someone's at my mm. girlfriend's door. Oh, okay. Yes. Bread. Wait, is that? It's me, Randy. Uh, Randy, it's it's you. I I I gotta say, it's nice to hear your your little voice again. What what happened? Oh, I just had um. I called in a favor from my new boss. Who's your new boss? Hillary Clinton. Whoa. Uh, she had she knew some people that would take. Recruit with Trevor away. I'd never have to hear from him ever again. Whoa, that's that's where where are they taking Vince Foster? Where Vince Foster is? Oh my God the 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 park the park that closes at ten p.m. forever. Mm-hmm. Where the Watergate goes over the waterfall. They call it. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. The, the impeachment, Epstein the impeachment is. that lasts for eternity. Where Jeffrey Epstein is? What? What? My my guest house? Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, I I've never met him personally, but uh, he has gone away. Dead. Wait, so Trevor's gonna be dead? Maybe. Hmm. Because uh, I did actually put his signature on a lot of slams and corp documents. That you uh, did what? My acorns. Wait. What's that? My acorns. Well, I actually, gave you I was, all my acorns. I'll be, I'll be honest, Randy. Your acorns were in serious danger, so uh, that's why I hired Trevor and I made him the patsy for a lot of financial malfeasance. So uh, you will get your acorns back once uh, I get the the judgment uh, levied on his estate. Uh, he's probably going to prison if he's not taking the ride that lasts forever. Randy. Oh, good for him. I could have called. I, wait, you mean I could have called Elizabeth Warren? What? I, you know, I. Now I have to work would... for Hillary Clinton. She's <laughs> a terrible candidate. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think you can quit either. No, it's I mean, like selling bad your soul. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. no! Yeah, you, you're you're basically a Horcrux now. Oh no! She yeah, said you're, she's you're... gonna put me in her purse next to her hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Did she? Did she? Is it Abuelita's purse? Did no, she say? She said she was my abuela, though. Oh my god! You you have Pokemon gone to a lifetime of indentured servitude. I I'm so sorry, you. Randy. I knew you were up to something. Well, I, I didn't want to be alone. I was trying to I was trying to pin it all on Trevor, and I you know I, I got I got confused by his his alpha nature. He was yelling so much. I just thought I needed a scouting background. But when we got through this preview, Randy, I just I realized that I didn't just miss 
on some of my statistical projections. I miss my best friend. I miss. Oh, my is that me? Oh no, it's Trevor, isn't it? it you well, miss Trevor. I mean, Look, it, 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 you know, it, it's open to a lot of interpretations, but you know what, Randy? You know what make me feel a lot better, and I think might make you feel a lot better, too? Sure. Let's preview the Phoenix Suns. Yay! Devin Booker sucks. I hate him. He should go to jail. Oh, he should go to jail. Can you get Elizabeth Warren to throw him in prison? I can think about it. I could try. Okay, that would be great. Also, uh, that Ricky Rubio contract is insane! Mm-hmm. It's just like you... you Lit a pile of pesos or He's whatever ruled. currency they use there. He can't play. He can't shoot. And they're paying him so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should send him to Vince where Vince Foster is. Yeah, you know, but I I, I do think he, he does kind of look like honestly, a uh, hot yoga instructor who swings. That's the only thing I like. Honestly, I should not joke about sending people where Vince Foster is now because mm-hmm. um, she'll do it. She will do it. She will definitely do it. She's... For sure a murderer. Uh, believe me, I, I heard some things from my friend Jeff, I mean, Joffrey uh, Rosenberg, who told me about this. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm looking at this roster and I'm thinking, uh, where is the Suns' best defender? The leader in, of course, uh, defensive box score plus minus. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Emmanuel Terry. Easily the team leader with 2.9. Also lost their next two best defenders, Rishon Holmes and Ray Spalding, and their fourth D'Anthony Melton, what is left for this team, Randy? Contraction. Yeah, if if not uh, going to federal prison, mm-hmm. all of them, every single one of them. All right, Randy, can we can we go through a, a quick slammed up tradition? We got to go through these rookies. Yeah, let's extensions. do it. All right, let's let's we'll go. Well, first fast. off, we should mention um, that for the fifteenth year in a row, we mm-hmm. did our mock extensions, and um, of course, no one got extensions. No one got extensions for the fifteenth uh, year running. Fifteenth year running, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read these real quickly, and you give me your thoughts. All right, Pascal Siakam, uh, four years, one hundred and thirty million dollars. Uh, just terrible. I want to vomit. Uh, Kyle Lowry, one year for thirty one million. Come on. Is that just paying for his funeral? Yeah, you, I don't know. You can't take it with you, Kyle. What are mm-hmm. you think? You're a pharaoh. They're not gonna bury that money with you when you're dead, which is now. Yep. They're going to have to bury that franchise under the ground with that that kind of hit after he cost them all that luxury tax last season. Mm-hmm. They should be suing him in federal court. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Beal, two years, $72 million. That's mm, actually not bad. Yeah, it's, it, it seems kind of fair, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty talented. Uh, Jalen Brown, four years, $115 million. I like his 3 and D potential, but I hate the fact that they pay him any money at all. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah. Maybe he's doing chores around there, but uh, unless he uh, converts that contract into a highly volatile digital security, uh, they should find a way to make him disappear. Mm-hmm. The Celtics uh, but, need more bites at the apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buddy Heald, uh, four years for $94 million. How old is he? Uh, he's 26 now. Uh, actually, I just learned he uh, just gained another year, so he's 29. Oh, no. Wait, he, he just be... gained another year. He's 30. Oh What's my god, happen- I think he has the disease from Jack! Oh no, he's got he's got a uh, Buddy Hildman Button disease. <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. Not mm-hmm. Francis Ford Coppola's Jack where a child is Robin Williams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, ref- I, uh, I confused my weird diseases. The only thing I like about the deal is that there are uh, some very arbitrary and arcane bonuses. Really like that. Uh, a clear contract is an ugly contract. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis, four years, $77 million. So why would you pay anyone any money at all? 
yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe the last year of that, that expiring contract could be worth something. But until now, uh, you know, just lock him in a cage until mm-hmm. he gets to that I- expiring years. Uh, Jante Murray, four years, $64 million. That's actually not bad. Hey, he can't shoot from the outside, so he would be staying outside the arena if I was running mm-hmm. that team. Uh, Torian Prince, two years, $29 million. Don't like it. Hate it, hate him. Uh, Joe Inglis, one-year extension for $14 million. Weird. Why? Yeah, deport him deport him back to Australia because that criminal is stealing money. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, the, the earlier extensions, Ben Simmons, Jamal Murray, Karis LeVert. Nope, nope, and nope. nope. Yeah, hate, hate, despise. Well, that seems like it'll do it for our uh, Pacific preview on uh, the NB... You know what? Nope. It's not that anymore. No. Slam That up. show is dead. Canceled by the Clintons. Ooh. Oh, man. Hash. They, you know, I, 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 I've always been sort of confused by cancel culture, and now I am in awe. I'm a little terrified. I'm a little intrigued. And uh, Randy, can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit turned on. Ooh, that abuela's wait. got a lot of power. Well, that'll do it for our... 2019 conference previews. Uh, Randy, will you pick an NBA? You want to predict an NBA champion? Your NBA champion this year is the Oklahoma City Thunder. They have the most picks. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they have that terrible Chris Paul contract, but hopefully mm-hmm. they can pawn that off to some dumb team trying to win, and they'll have the most assets. And that's who always wins assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for uh, my pick for the NBA champion, I am picking the nation of China. Because uh, the most powerful team is always the team that wins. And uh, what is victory except making your opponent uh, bow to your will, uh, show their lack of masculinity, and supplicate themselves to your dominant and arbitrary financial power? And what is professional sports about than that? Randy, welcome back. That's going to do it. Good Thanks. night. Thanks, Brian. Um, I don't even know what to say about yeah. that. Is recruitment Trevor? Did they kill him? <laughs> killed him. <laughs> the nice one appears to have killed him. Yeah, there's something dark lurking inside that tiny, tiny heart. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, he has said before that he is not a person at all. He, that he's a Randy. Yeah, and maybe that just means he's not. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's not bound by like human morality for that reason. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's been our show and our division previews. Anything you would like to plug? A uh, bunch of previews on Yard Barker, and uh, yeah, that's all. Check it out. <laughs> read that Vulture article where people say nice things about us. Yeah, uh, I mean, Randy already read it. Read a portion of it to Brett. Yeah. Uh, in desperation, I guess I don't even really understand what was ha- happening there. But uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. Well, on October, well. Sorry, where nine hours ago I tweeted, just because I didn't die at the gym today, I'm celebrating by offering 15% off all purchases from my olive oil company's online store for the rest of this week. Use code October15 for the highest quality, freshest olive oil in the world. Joey, can we have Outrageous Olive Oil sponsor our podcast? We should ask him. Yeah. We'll ask him. We'll ask him. Um, did you write a song, Sean? I did. I was so excited about um, the, the, the Pelicans team today. I wrote a song about 
Pelicans. It's another Flaming Lips song. It's called They Can't Stop Melly. Great. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Actually, don't shut it at, down at all because the season has started, baby, and I'm excited. I know a guy who's from Italy. He shoots a jumper so prettily. But they can't stop Melly on a switch. He's a real tough son of a bitch. He's shooting four from five from three. Four from five from three. Unstoppable. Who's a drop bust? He made the process hard to trust, but he don't do post ups, just pick and roll. That's how we dunked on Marcus Oka for slid the screen. He slid the screen. Podcast it makes me puke. He's deadly when he shoots from three, but he don't believe in monogamy. He's got a secret family, secret family, multiple Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.